T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Final hour of the show on a Thursday. Final hour for me this week. I'm headed to Denver tomorrow to broadcast Navy and Air Force in Colorado Springs on Saturday. 12 noon kickoff there, which means it's 10 a.m. out in Colorado Springs. It means Pedro's going to be tired, going to be up early, going to have to be at the stadium at 730 when the team gets off the bus, because that's when I do my interview with the coach getting off the bus. So can't wait for that coming up on Saturday. We'll hit a couple of the local college games this weekend, a couple of big ones. Maryland uh, favored against Michigan State. We'll have to go back to the archives to see if that's ever happened. Uh, but uh, we'll finish up here on the uh, Dallas week. Is it dead or not? State your case. Let's go to line one. Roberto's up next. What's up, Roberto? And we'll get to Roberto. He dropped. I got the hit the 15-minute clock. So. That's okay. Um, Sir Lucius Left Hand, uh, who uh, tweeted us in uh, yesterday as well, I believe, or maybe it was Monday. I can't remember. Uh, morning, guys. Rooster, to your point about the uniform marketing, this is why the rivalry is not what it used to be because Ron is scared to admit it is marketing, whereas George Allen or Jimmy Johnson would have had no barrier. So basically, Ron is... Again, not only scared to admit it's marketing in Sir Lucius Left Hand's mind and in my mind as well. He's not scared. He just doesn't want to admit it. But also that it's a message to them. Like, you guys dropped the bomb on us by bringing in heated benches with your logos and whatever and and make and it became a big national spectacle last year. We're going to show you. Now, the only difference between what they did last year was that was so, 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 like, different and unique and nobody knew about it versus here everybody knows what the commanders are doing, right? Like, I, get, I don't know. Like, they didn't just show up on Sunday in their black uniforms, right? And, and oh, oh, my gosh, they're wearing black. 
Oh my gosh, you know, uh, that type of thing. Um, so there was no, you know, there was no, uh, by the way, just real quickly, because this is just coming in within the last couple of minutes. Uh, remember the Miles Garrett situation, which we touched on a couple of times? Yeah, with a car accident yeah, earlier this um, week. He was issued a citation for failure to control his vehicle at an unsafe speed uh, for the type of roadway uh, apparently being traveled on. Um, which I, I looked at the pictures and that highway. There are, you know, it was your typical two lane two-direction county road that you see in a lot of more rural places. I've driven on some of these in Ohio. They're not fun. And apparently he was going 65 and a 45, which is not horrible. It's it's not legal. It's not horrible compared to what I've seen on some of these two-lane roads and compared to what I was dealing with in D.C. this morning, just a maniac out on the road uh, and not too far away from here. Uh, but apparently he was driving 65 and a 45 after leaving the road. His vehicle struck a ditch, then a fire hydrant Whoa. before overturning several times prior to coming to arrest. Again, people, I'm just going to say this and you can call me old and you can tell me, get off my lawn. You suck when you're speeding and driving like a maniac. You suck. Whoa. And Miles Garrett is lucky to be alive. Uh, yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, when your car does the things his car did, and fortunately he and his passenger, uh, non-life-threatening injuries. So football doesn't even mean anything when you have an accident. So whether he plays or not for Cleveland uh, is of no uh, importance coming up this week. Just the fact that they were able yep. to survive. Uh, great college football slate coming up this week uh, from this standpoint. And we'll start locally, obviously. Maryland takes on Michigan State. Terps favored and favored by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I think the Michigan State contract to Mel Tucker, they are gonna they are gonna be searching for someone at some point Ooh. to pay some of that money really? at some point. Because that that contract for one year, when you're you're scared he may go back to the SEC, and I understand that, mm-hmm. but that long of a contract after just one positive year, they still haven't solved their pass. Uh, defense issues. Uh, this is not the group you want to face uh, if you have past defense issues. Plus, Maryland's got two different running backs that can run the ball mm-hmm. uh, in this game. So here's the thing to me, though. There is now expectations for Maryland after last week. They showed the world that they're ready to compete in the Big Ten East. Okay? Now, how do you handle that? How do you bust into that? that you know, look. Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, you know what they're like? They're like the four horsemen, okay? This is like trying to break into that group that, you know, had, of course, Arn and Ole, Flair and Tully. You're trying to, you're trying to break into that group. Do you have what it takes? Mm. Do you have what it takes if you're Maryland? Expectations now. How do you handle that? Are you mature enough to handle expectations? You'll hear that game here Saturday, 3.30 kickoff. In College Park, Michigan State and Maryland. And the opportunity is there for the Terps. You showed you can compete last week. Now can you go beat one of these teams? There is expectations that you'll do that against Michigan State this week. There is. Uh, I mean, listen, this is a home game. As you said, you're favored by a touchdown. Um, You have to win this game if you're Maryland. You have to. Again, like you, you kind of pointed out, like Michigan State is. This is not Michigan State of last year. 
Okay. There's no Kenneth Walker right. III there to save their bacon. Right. They're two and two. Okay. Fine. Whatever. They beat Western Michigan. No offense. No big deal there. And they smacked around Akron 52 nothing. They lost on the road and were dominated from the start in Seattle. Not an easy place to play. But when the hype was building, they got absolutely ambushed early on in that game and lost 39-28. The final score of that game, nowhere near as close. And then last week, Pete, and I watched a bunch of the uh, at Washington game and some of the Minnesota game back at home last week. You think you got crushed on the road. Okay, whatever. It's a, like... Nobody was ex- – I don't know if anybody was expecting you to beat Minnesota because Minnesota's been pretty damn good this year with Ibrahim coming back and and that defense and row, Mr. Row, 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 your boat's got, got them cooking. No, but you, you cannot lose to Minnesota at home 34-7 to and to, to, to think that you're – like you're just going to show up and, and beat a Maryland team that again is playing at home. That is, I the last two weeks have shown what the last two weeks have shown me about Maryland is they have a toughness and a resiliency that I wasn't sure that they had. Right? Is that fair? Yeah, there's no doubt about and Talia it. Talia too. Talia for a little dude, he got. I thought almost broken in half last Saturday night or last Saturday afternoon and came right back. That's what it's all about. And played yeah, how, well. do you, how do you answer adversity? Yeah. So uh, that that's a critical thing for them. And, you know, they had struggled in games of that magnitude, the high magnitude game. And they showed up last week in Ann Arbor. Uh, if they'd have run the ball a little more in the first half when they were run, running it right down Michigan's throat, uh, maybe that result ends up yeah. differently. If but, not for that – for uh, it, I mean, Blake Corum, obviously, it, like to your point, to counter that, I mean, Michigan stuck, st- stuck, stuck with, stuck to the run, stuck game. Well, to that's what the they run do. game, and sure, absolutely, and I, I mean, listen, you could say a play here and a play there, and clearly, the Blake Corum late first half touchdown was, was that on fourth and one? Yes, am I remember that right? Yes. Okay, I, I mean, listen, that sucked. That took some moment, but then they came. They still came back. They were still fighting until about mm, maybe eight, nine minutes left to go in that game. And then I think, you know, again, the difference probably between the two programs took over and they wore out, but, but that's okay. Like this Maryland team now, the one area I think that Michigan State is, is probably pretty good at and might be able to stone Maryland on defense is pass rush and pass blocking. So they're going to have to figure out a way, Maryland's defense, to create some turnovers, uh, to, you know, obviously play good coverage. That was not a problem last week. They took away everything vertical, right? And, 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 you know, we know Michigan's got some issues at quarterback, but so does Michigan State, okay? So, well, I mean, McCarthy – McCarthy's a decent young quarterback, yeah. and Thorne, Thorne is like the Dow Jones. You know, one week he's up, next week he's down. And that's, to me, that's the bigger issue with Michigan State is without a Kenneth Walker the third there, Thorne's mm-hmm. got to do more, right. and right now they don't seem to be able to do that. Bigger story in that Washington game was Michael Penix Jr., by the way, mm-hmm. who's just come, the Indiana transfer has just come back to that form 
that we saw in that freshman year and maybe even looks even better than yep. that. Gigantic game for them tomorrow night at UCLA. Oh, yeah. Uh, Huskies start. I mean, Huskies. You got to win that game if you're. The Huskies do Washington. not see USC or Utah in the regular season. They could legitimately mm-hmm. run the table in the regular season. It's not impossible that they do that because I believe Oregon comes to Seattle uh, for the one matchup that they have there. I know Oregon State comes to Corvallis, so uh, keep an eye on Washington in this regular season, but a giant game at UCLA uh, tomorrow night. That's a big game for Chip Kelly's future too, right? I mean, we we already saw Herm Edwards. Now that's for different reasons, right? We've mm-hmm. all, you know, there's there's all the rumors about uh, uh, Aranda. Is it Aranda? Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda uh, leaving Baylor maybe for Nebraska, so on and so forth, Arizona State. So, like, when do they run out of patience with Chip Kelly? Do, I don't know if you saw this. Two weeks ago, like, Troy Aikman took a um, – somebody had put out a picture of the Rose Bowl. Now it was against a, a softest cream cheese opponent. I, I South Alabama. Yeah, it was, there was like 4,000 people there. Okay, there. And Troy Aikman was like, this is disgusting. When, when loud, prominent alumni start chirping Absolutely. about how bad crowds look – that's not a good sign for the chipster, okay? Not that he deserves, like, any more patience or whatever. Let me ask you this real quickly back on Michigan State, Maryland. With everything that we just outlined, okay, and I truly believe Maryland's the better team, Maryland should win. We know they don't have a great home field advantage. It, it it's, it's a decent one is the best way I could say it, right? Is that – I think that's fair, right? Mm-hmm. We know there's going to be large, large, large gaps of empty seats and whatever this week. And rain. And and the rain could be a factor. But there was going to be, whether it was 75 and sunny, 60 and sunny, whatever. Is there any way, I, like, if Maryland loses this game? You, so here's my question. The last two out of the last three years against Penn State and against Iowa on a Friday night in College Park, big Top 10 opponents at the time both were. Mm-hmm. Michigan State is not that. But this is their first Big Ten game. Right? I'm not for No, I'm sorry. Second Big Ten game. First Big Ten game at home. Because SMU and Buffalo were at home. And then it was on the road at Charlotte. First Big Ten game at home. If you don't win this game, if you're Mike Loxley in Maryland. And Lox will be Terp Talk tonight, 7 o'clock on the Team 980. And Lox will be on, I think, with Sheehan tomorrow. Um, if you don't win this game, if you're Maryland, that's a disaster, right? That, that's not good. again. I mean, it, it's because you want the expectations to be what they are coming into this game. That's what Mike is building for there. You want you want people to expect you to beat Michigan State and Penn State and teams like right. that. That that's what you want the expectations sure. to be. They haven't been this way in a long sure. time here. But in what College if you Park. what if you don't? If it's one thing to want it's the expectations. It's disappointing, yes. It's disappointing because of the talent level you have. You have talent level that I believe the other club would like to have. Yes. I think that's the, the thing. That For a while, the roster was were not as sure. good. Sure. Mike has built the roster to a place where other people would want your players. Sure. Okay? Copeland, the, 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 the other kid they've added at wide receiver has been terrific. Mm-hmm. So they are guys that other teams would want. So, yes, if you don't win, there should be tremendous disappointment. Mike even said it last week. There's tremendous disappointment that they didn't finish that off last week and beat Michigan. But now the maturity part of it is you got to show up this week uh, and beat you know, Michigan State here uh, in this situation. So it's great to have expectations. That's what everybody wants. 
Our right. game, 12 Navy. noon yep. on Saturday at Colorado Springs at Falcon Stadium. Falcons a 15-point favorite Is that uh, in that game. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been really good this year. Yeah. You know, they've been really good. And we finally uh, showed some signs of life on offense last week to complement our defense, which is uh, number four rushing defense in the country. So uh, hopefully we can play like that again because Air Force, we know, has got one of the top running attacks, real powerful uh, running attacks. So fast game coming up on Saturday uh, in that one in Colorado Springs. 60% chance of rain there in mm. Colorado Springs as well. So, But uh, as Kenny Amatololo said, look, there were a lot of people that had question marks and were wondering about them going into that game. He said, they're not going anywhere. We're going to be right here. We're going to keep preparing. And they got a huge win at East Carolina last week. Big does, game. Well, before you move on, does that win in their backyard, is that, the, is that the only way that they can pull this upset off is because you get the momentum from a game that, sure. that they certainly would, down there did not expect a- absolutely. to be Look, beaten? Air Force-Navy is a nasty rivalry. Mm-hmm. It is a nasty rivalry. There will be 15-yard penalties in this game. They will likely come from Air Force because Air Force Air Force probably talks more than any other college football team in the country. Mm. Really? They love to tell you they're really, really good. Huh. Okay? They love to chatter with you. Go back and look at the box scores from previous games. 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalties are not uncommon mm-hmm. for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. The question is, are you going to retaliate or not and make them offsetting penalties or make the Falcons pay for their ability to chatter rather loudly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the key for Navy in this game. When they want to make when Air Force makes mistakes, make them pay for it. Uh, coming up in this contest, real encouraging Give note. Them hell. Real encouraging note. Ty Lovatai, seven of ten passing last week for 150 yards. So mm-hmm. if the mids can pass effectively at all, that's going to be a big factor in terms of making plays um, in this game. Interesting. Virginia Tech is off this week. Uh, they're at. Uh, twenty uh, number twenty four pit next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess the big, I guess the the best SEC slash best big game that's national is Alabama Arkansas. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Ah, man, what a disappointing loss for the Hogs last week. They Look, had that rallied, game in their control. Rallied, had a chance on the kick, and the guy hits the top of the, the yeah. upright. I know, but I mean, he hit the that, top of the upright. I know, but that game. You're up fourteen to nothing. Oh yeah, the Blake Hogs are all, uh, you know in yeah. a neutral field, which you know whatever. Jerry Against Jones, a what? team that was down has been not played well this year. Y- yes, but was coming off of a big win against Miami, I which at the that. time looked really impressive. Now Miami not, is completely thrown up all yes, over themselves because Miami turned around and got blown out by oh, Middle Tennessee State right, after at that. home. But I mean, Arkansas was up fourteen to nothing, and inside the five yard, I think it was right around the five yard line. Maybe it was inside, maybe at the four, whatever it was, going for at least seventeen nothing, twenty one nothing, and they coughed the ball up, and it was some wacky, weird, like length of the field return, and that totally changed the context of that game. Now, to your point, Arkansas did have a chance to tie again late in that game, goes off the very, very tippy top, whatever. Uh, but, but. Arkansas blew an opportunity, in my opinion, to get into the national college uh, or, or the college football playoffs, which is they were my sleeper pick because there's almost no way that I could see them 
beating Alabama in terms of depth, talent, overall execution, what have you, especially I think Catalan, their best offensive player on the back end, is still out and might be out for the rest of the year. I can't can't remember if he's out for the rest of the year or just out for a while. I know he's been missing you know, uh, since week one. Like you can't – I don't know if you can beat Alabama without your best offensive player overall. And – even though their offense is not reliant on KJ Jefferson throwing the football, he's gonna have to make some big time throws, which he's capable of yeah. to win that game well, or to Alabama, give them a chance. Alabama has shown you they are mortal this year. Yeah, um, they're not that super elite, you know, video game team that they were a couple of years ago. But you've got to play perfect to, to beat Alabama. Still, uh, in my mind, the good thing is it is at Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. That's a 3.30 game. That that game follows us on CBS uh, coming up on Saturday. Another good game in the SEC, by the way, is number 7 Kentucky at number 14 Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have the glitz and glamour of K.J. Jefferson and Bryce Young, but it's still going to be a really good football game. That is a 12 noon game on ESPN. Oklahoma State, Baylor, great game in the Big 12. That is a 3.30 kickoff. We're going to find out finally about Oklahoma State to see if they are maybe the favorite right now in the Big 12 after Oklahoma's lost to Kansas State last week. And a good game in the ACC. It looks finally like my guy Mike Norvell is getting it together at Florida State. 23rd-ranked Seminoles take on number 22, Wake Forest, who lost a heartbreaker in overtime last week to the Clemson Tigers. Sam Sam Hartman, worth the price of admission, that's for sure. If Florida State wins that game, because they're still – Plenty of people that say, "Oh, they're not for real." They beat you know they beat Chip Kelly and LSU on a fluke. Brian um, Kelly, I'm sorry, we we're talking about Chip Kelly okay. earlier. Brian Kelly and LSU on a fluky play. Uh, they they should have you know blown that game. Okay, they destroyed Duquesne. Uh, yeah, they've had a couple of easy wins. Does Norvell in Florida? If Norvell in Florida State beats Wake Forest, who again played a ton of football last week. Like you just mentioned, that you know, back and forth overtime game. If they beat them, does that officially mean Florida State is back, or do you still need to see more? I'm willing to say that they're. I'm willing to say that they're back in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It still probably takes a win over Clemson to get people to really think you're back on the national level, mm-hmm. but you're certainly heading in that direction if you can win this game against Wake Forest. Yeah, I would agree. Coming up uh, I mean, this week. Road win at Louisville, even though I don't think Louisville is anything special, showed it especially without Travis, who got banged up early in the first, uh, late in the first half in that game, to win on the road without your starting quarterback showed me a little something something about them. Um, and then to follow it up and not be, I guess, complacent. Granted, Boston College is not good this year. Winning that game by thirty. Tells me a little bit, like I, I do believe they are back. I do believe that. Shout out to Todd Centio, the quarterback of the James Madison Dukes. They're ineligible to win the Sun Belt, even though they're three and zero. They smashed Middle Tennessee in their opener, who just smashed the University of Miami, and they were down big last week at App State, and they rallied to win by a count of thirty-two twenty-eight. They've got a breather this weekend at home at one thirty, or what it should be against mm-hmm. the Bobcats of Texas State. One of, their, one of their new conference rivals. That's a one thirty game out there in Harrisonburg. And a sneaky good game tomorrow night. UTSA and Middle Tennessee. 
That's a 7.30 contest that's a from Pete Murfreesboro. That's a Pete Medhurst special if I've ever heard of one. UTSA joining the American <laughs> with the same league Navy's in next year. Can't wait to make a trip to San Antonio. Oh, nice. Is anybody going that? to San Antonio or Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah, you know. I'll be going to San Antonio trying to head down to that Riverwalk, which I hear is very nice. I've never been to nice. San Antonio, yeah. Neither have I. So that's a big one. Two, two big games tomorrow night, and you can watch them. UTSA at Middle Tennessee – in the early block, and then Washington at UCLA uh, coming up tomorrow night. That'll be a 10-30 start. I don't know if I'm going to make that one, though, out there because i got to be at Falcon Stadium at 7.30 on Saturday morning. We'll see. Well, but the good news is it's uh, – I'm in mountain time zone, though. That's a good thing. So what time that that, that game would kick off at, at what, 8.30 out there? 8.30. Mountain time zone might be the best place in the world. Yeah. Might be the best place in the I world. I mean, by 8.30, you've had dinner, you're back in your room. You're not a big partier. It's not like you're no. carousing at the bar or anything Definitely like that. Definitely not. I mean, I think you can Going kick Going over back my final that. notes of watching Air Force and Navy. Kick back and watch that. Coming up, make sure you listen to Maryland Saturday right here on the Team 980. 3.30 kickoff against Michigan State. Johnny Holiday has the call. Coming up, I'm not ready to say it's Tim Donahue, but boy, does the evidence suggest some wacky stuff the last 48 hours in New York from an umpiring perspective. We'll tell you what we mean next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Shout out to my guy, Matt Reardon, listening in. As always, appreciate you, Hoss. Big sports fan, always has intelligent opinions. Here's my De'Ami Brown over Amandra St. Brown critique. St. Brown 
More catches, but very, very short balls for the most part. 178 to get to his 2,200 yards. Brown got 2,300 yards, 21 touchdowns on 123 catches. So the more explosive average of 21 per catch for Deami uh, Brown and 12.8 for Amonra St. Brown. St. Brown with 16 touchdowns, Deami Brown 21 in their college careers. So that's why I give the edge, and I'm about to tweet a note to you, Maddie, out there, what Pro Football Focus had, and look at the company that uh, Deami Brown was keeping uh, at that time. Now, part of it at USC was certainly the coaching and quarterback issues and the mm-hmm. inconsistencies that hurt Amonra St. Brown while they were in college. But right. um, Diami did not have that. At North according Carolina. to Pro Football Focus, Brown led the nation in deep receiving yards since 2019, so 2019 and 2020, with 1,116, which was better than Heisman winner Devontae Smith by 100 and Blitnikoff winner Jamar Chase by 300 mm. yards. Mm. 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 So... I got enough to back up my Deami Brown over Amonra St. Brown situation. But look, I mean, just because you're good in college doesn't mean you're going to be good in the pros. And Amonra right now is off to a terrific start. And it's a great job by the Detroit Lions making him a focal point of their passing game. Uh, Let me ask you this real quick because I want to clear up this. You said earlier that Deami Brown just can't get on the field because of the three guys ahead of him. Because who are you going to take off? Well, it's more than that. He's, look, his inconsistency in his play when opportunity has presented, whether it's preseason or not, you know, you have to perform in those games too. That's a big thing. Can't drop the football. Got to run good routes. Can't leave your quarterback hanging out to dry when you don't run the route precisely. Can't round off routes. They've got to be precision cuts. And, And all that is part of being a better player at the professional level. Mm-hmm. So the game gets the, the attention to detail at the pro level, Chris. You know this from talking to coaches for years and talking to players. The attention to detail is what separates you getting on the field and not getting on the field when you arrive in professional football. Those that can do it usually stick around for a while. Attention those, to detail and consistency. Right. Those that don't usually end up on multiple teams because everybody keeps chasing him saying, well, we can make that guy work. We can make that guy work. So we'll see what happens. Um, the last two nights, it's been a very interesting night for John Tumpain, who was the first base umpire two nights ago and called not one, not two, but three bulks in one inning on Richard Blyer, left-handed pitcher for the Miami Marlins. Not once, not twice, but three times. And every time I watch the replays, I'm like, I really don't know what the guy's knifing him for, mm-hmm. but... The Mets were trying to come back in that game. Eventually, the Marlins won 6-4. to four. Right. Okay? Cycle back to last night. John Tumpain is the home plate umpire. Mm-hmm. Okay? For the same Mets-Marlins. Same series. Mets-Marlins series. After Mattingly and the pitcher, uh, what, what's the pitcher's name again? Uh, uh, Blyer. Blyer. Got uh, thrown out the night before. Right. We did that story yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were rightfully furious and no still nobody can figure and I told you I I still can't figure out balks are hard enough to figure out but when essentially it has to be intentional deception by the pitcher right but they like you could argue that there wasn't like more than a half a second stoppage when he came down on his delivery but there wasn't I, I mean to me there was no clear cut correct like Absolutely right. I know Intention what you're to exactly. decide. Exactly. Right. There, there's no question. Okay. So let's go to last night. Yeah. Miami gets up 4 nothing in this game. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. First of all, Tom Payne doesn't belong in the big leagues because called strike accuracy last night. The average home plate umpire in Major League Baseball is 88% on called strike accuracy. Mm-hmm. John Tom Payne last night, 78%. 14 of 63 strikes were true balls. 14. But it's when did he miss? Bottom of the eighth. Tanner Scott to Peter Alonzo. No outs, runner on first, 2-2 count. Strike is called a ball. Hmm. Top of the eighth, Mets reliever, Adam Adovino. No outs, base is empty, 2-2 count. Ball is called a strike. Mm -hmm. Top of the eighth, Adovino, the pitch before to De La Cruz. 1-2 count. Strike is called a ball. So it balanced out a little bit there. But you can't be 78% and the overall favor in that, according to Umpire Auditor, or Umpire Scorecards, rather. It's a great Twitter feed. Uh, go to Ump Scorecards on Twitter and follow this. It's, they do an amazing job. Plus, almost a full run for the Mets last night. And thanks to Mr. Rosario, or Escobar, rather, he drove in all five. Mets rallied in 10 innings and win this game 5-4. So, mm. I mean... 78% accuracy calling strikes. That can't happen at the big league level. Just can't. 14 of 63 strikes called true balls uh, last night. So that's the thing to me. We now, have the, the, we now have the capability and the technology to verify the accuracy of bad home plate umpires like Laz Diaz, like C.B. Buckner, like John Tumpain. Like Angel Hernandez, every night we get these analytics, and it's consistently crappy for the same guys. The players and the the organizations in Major League Baseball have too much on the line organizationally and financially to have these people still be doing it at this level. Okay? And... We, we we now have the – before, we just basically were guessing, okay? We were guessing whether, you know, balls are two inches off the plate or whatever and being called strikes, and we could take the BS from right. the umpires. Right. Well, now we have the technology to really rate these umpires to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If we don't get ratings, if we don't make money for the organization, we get fired. If a player analytically is hitting 188 or – only performing well 78% of the time, you know, as a pitcher, then he's probably not going to be pitching long in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. People lose jobs in in Major League Baseball and lose good salaries because umpires like this can't get the strike zone right. But the umpire doesn't lose the job because we still have the same people that are abusing this game from an umpiring perspective, and it's just – not right. Charlie and Dave had this happen the other night. They had th- one umpire had three calls overruled yep. the other night. And five it, in the series, right? And five in the series in the Nats game. Braves went five for five yep. on challenges yep. the other night. And I, they were, they I was were thinking about that. They yeah. were wondering if anybody had three calls overruled in one night at their position. Yes, Angel Hernandez in the 2018 playoffs. Not once, not twice, but, oh, Angel, guess what? We're overruling you again. I mean, imagine having the headset on and having your boss in New York go, uh, yep, Angel, you messed that up again. Not once, not twice. That's three tonight. Could you please kind of get, get it together out there? 
here's my question, though, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. I understand everything that you're saying. I understand technology available to us, whatever. Do you think that pitchers or, or baseball players that struggle and struggle woefully, mightily, what have you, are automatically just fired and with no chance of, of, of having another job in the same industry? What I mean by that is there's 30, what, 30, 30 major league teams, right? 30? Yeah, 32 NFL. Yeah, I think 30, yep. right? You know, I guess what I'm saying is if a pitcher consistently does the wrong thing or has no command, has no side of the strike zone, I mean, eventually your time runs out. But they're not – if they're released, designated, traded, whatever, you know, whatever the case might be, a lot of times they're sent to the minor leagues to try and get better. Or they're designated for assignment and they're released outright, whatever, or traded to another team. Meaning there's another place for them to go. If you suck as a major league umpire, because of the union and because there is no, I mean, there is minor leagues, but there's no like, hey, let's trade him to the non-major league baseball, (laughs) you know, to see if like maybe they can use him. You see what I'm saying? Like when you, when you make the comparison of players that suck, they're accountable, and and that they're exposed and whatever, and that there is none for the umpire. There isn't the same system no, but Chris, set up to get rid of I, these look, umpires. I mean, I referee high school basketball and I referee so, I referee high school right. softball. If if I if I'm seventy eight percent accurate doing varsity games, I'm going to be doing JV games in a hurry. Okay, and not because I'm and, and I'm not going to be doing JV games only because I'm available at four o'clock in the afternoon because they play earlier. I'm going to be doing JV because I'm not good enough to do varsity if I'm yeah, that but, inaccurate. But there's no but there's no like system that defines how good or bad you are. It would just be basically in the opinion no, of Chris. It, yes, but people like most high school boards, and and I work for one of the best in the area, MBOA. Uh, my guys, Dave Cross. Jerry Radford, Bob Marshall for years. This has been one of the top officiating boards. They send people out to observe their officials mm-hmm. because they want to give the best customer service to their clients. They understand that the high school kids here in D.C. where we referee right. and, and the kids in Southern Maryland and in Anne Arundel County where we have high school games, they want to give the best officials that they can possibly put on the floor to those games. Sure. And if I don't meet the standard, I'm back to doing JV and Youth League real quick. Okay, so that's a that's a that's the same thing needs to happen here. If if Max Scherzer goes to the mound that night, Max Scherzer needs to know that that umpire is going to be reasonably reliable as a pitcher throwing strikes. If I get if I throw a strike, I need to have a strike called. Look, balls off the edge of the plate. Look, Greg Maddox made a hell of a living getting those kind of pitches. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, Elder, Tom Lavin and, and you know, Greg Maddox Bryce might not Elder, be Hall of Famers. Bryce Elder the had. other night for the Braves looked like Greg Maddox with that, that pitch that was running back outside and would clip the outside part of the plate against right-handed batters. Okay? I understand that. But if I throw a strike, the hitters in this game are too good. If I throw a strike and you call it a ball, then I can't win. I can't beat the best players in Major League Baseball if I'm throwing strikes and you're calling them balls. This dude called 14 strikes 
the other night, you know, that were true balls. So the hitters that night are the ones that are untrust, can't trust the umpire at the plate. You try to hit Max Scherzer when he's getting pitches called off the plate. You try to hit, I mean, guys couldn't hit Greg Maddox because Greg Maddox was thrown to a 19-inch plate instead of a 17-inch right. plate like everybody else. Well, the only answer then is the com- truly computerized and robot strike zone. The only answer. Uh, uh, you know what, Chris? I would disagree from this standpoint. You look at umpire scorecards every night. There are guys that are plus 90% every night in this game. There are a lot of them, okay? But because we we highlight the John Tumpains of the world and the Laz Diaz's and the Angel Hernandez's because they suck, we overlook the other 120 umpires in Major League Baseball who show up every night and crush it and do a great job at what they do out there, okay? Yep. It's a small number of dudes that don't belong, all right? But what they do is... Their inability to umpire overshadows all the guys that do a great job each and every night. I love Tom Hallion. Tom Hallion had both of his calls at first base overruled last night and and you know by by replay. But I still think Tom Hallion's a very good umpire. Still, after all these years in the game. If if Tom Hallion wanted to sit me down and and educate me and help me be a better umpire, I'm gonna sit there and listen to Tom Hallion because that guy knows what the hell he's doing. 301 Dumb Dumb of the Day is coming up next right now. Chris tells us what's trending. Here's what's trending on the Team 980. All right, big win for the Nationals in terms of hurting the Braves who drop a game behind the Mets. Mets winning over the Marlins. Nationals with the walk-off hit from C.J. Abrams in the 10th inning at Nationals Park. Nats off tonight, back in action Tomorrow night, all pending the weather with a day-night doubleheader scheduled for Saturday against Bryce Harper and the Phillies, who are in their own playoff chase. Aaron Judge home run number 61 last night in Toronto for the New York Yankees. As we talked about earlier this hour, Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns has been issued a citation for Failure to control his vehicle at an unsafe speed uh, when it traveled off the roadway, according to Ohio State uh, Highway Patrol. He was apparently driving... 65 in a 45 vehicle struck a ditch that a fire hydrant overturned several times. Uh, Garrett again and his passenger non-life-threatening injuries. But we don't know when he's going to be able to play again. The commanders are just about to take the practice field as they gear up for the Dallas Cowboys. Full day coverage starting at 9 a.m. right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app on Sunday. And that's what's trending. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Scott Jackson coming up, following us in about eleven and a half minutes. At this time every day, it's one of our best segments of the show. You know it, you love it. You know what time it is. Tell me, do you know? 
It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Menders. All right. I was thinking about going back to the well of what happened at the Nationals game the other night with the, the dumb, dumb drunk uh, push it, punching the usher or, or, or throwing a shot at the usher and the fan getting involved and all that. Listen, I can't tell you anymore. Just stop selling beer and a lot of these problems will go away. But they don't want to do that because people are idiots. People are dumb dumbs. People are alcohol-enraged maniacs and they can't handle it. But today... And the dum-dum of the day is going to be this. <clears throat> Do you know what a cuddle therapist is, Pedro? I'm going to guess that that is a therapist that likes to cuddle. <laughs> That's one way to say it. <laughs> Missy Robinson is mm. apparently... Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Oh, and you could say here's to you. Woo! Look at some of the pictures of Mill Missy Robinson. 43 years old. She is a cuddle therapist, as uh, was written about in the uh, New York Post, which is where I get a lot of my junk from. So apparently Missy Robinson, 43 years old. Um, wait, are you looking at the pic? What? Uh, what? How about that for a cuddle therapist, baby? So apparently, Come and cuddle, what's your ball? <laughs> oh. Apparently Missy Robinson charges $1,300. Oh. Clients, $1,300. Not for sex. <clears throat> that, that's Matt Essig money right there. Yes. That's Ted Lasso to you. Ted Lasso <laughs> Jr. $1,300, apparently not for sex, but for, quote, the privilege of holding her in their arms. That's a lot to hold there, young fella. She said, quote, I am not a sex worker. And I have never had any clients attempt to do anything like that with me, according to the Daily Mail. And again, the New York Post re- uh, and, and basically steals the clicks. Fine. It's how Twitter works. Um, but apparently both male and female customers can pay for this service and they sign an agreement. They sign an agreement that genitals and breasts <laughs> are to be covered at all times and are strictly off limits for touching. However, you have to pay $1,300 to be have the, the right to hold and cuddle with 43-year-old Missy Robinson. To which I say, sounds like a great idea. Sounds like awesome. If you look at Missy Robinson, you sure as hell would love to cuddle with her. I can't pay $1,300 to cuddle with somebody and to not get some loving. So anybody, whoever you are, I don't care how much money that you have, anybody that pays $1,300 to cuddle with this 43-year-old smoke show, you are dumb. <laughs> Congratulations. You're Chris's dumb dumb of the day. If if you want to pay thirteen hundred dollars for a hug with Pedro, <laughs> now I do not have her. Uh, I do not have some of the assets that she has, but for thirteen hundred dollars, you have a pleasantly plump 
asset, maybe? Uh, for $1,300. Sort of. You talked about this. Well, you know, <laughs> women in elevators have been very complimentary at times. So, um, you know, but hey, I mean, $1,300 for a hug from Pedro. And I'll, I'll tell you everything you want to hear. Hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. and You're going to win tomorrow. You're going to have a great day. Do you think it has healing benefits? Because that's what she's claiming, that a hug from her and a snuggle from her has healing benefits. You know, whatever makes you feel better, man. I mean, it's not impossible. People are in wacky places mentally sometimes. And if you have $1,300 mm-hmm. to lay your head, on the, uh, your head on those pillows and walk away going, oh, on what pillows that are you was talking such about? a pleasant experience. On what pillows are you talking about? Pedro? I don't know, Chris. She looks like she's got a couple of pillows there. Really? Yeah. You mean like the pillows that you normally put your head on and sleep on at night? I'm just saying. They, if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> they look like they've got some filling in there, some feathers. <laughs> you know? Look like they might be soft. <laughs> Then again, they might be, you know, they might have a little stiffer feather in there. So, you know, because they could be enhanced. So, well, that might not be the $1, only thing that's. $1,300, that, Hoss. That might not be the only thing that's stiffer for $1,300. Don't be a don't. <laughs> I mean, great for her. Great for her. Uh, great for Dylan Strom and Connor Brown. They were great last night for the Caps. Look, if the Caps are going to have any kind of a season, it's got to be more than just Alexander Ovechkin because they're going to be without Backstrom for a while, going to be without Tom Wilson probably through the at least the end of the calendar year. They're not going to rush him back after the surgery uh, that he had. And, of course, I mean, let's face it, Darcy Kepner's going to have all eyes on him too, but it's a nice win in Philadelphia last night, bouncing back from the 4-3 workout with Buffalo on Sunday. And Chris, good to see Anthony Mantha score in that game on Sunday because he's a guy that's got to get going for them too. Oh, he's yeah. got to be more of a scoring factor here uh, and help out Alexander Ovechkin as uh, they get uh, their season uh, underway here in a couple of weeks. No doubt about it. We will be talking plenty of caps throughout the year. Don't worry, boys and girls. Enjoy the Thursday night football game ahead. I don't know how Miami's defense is going to deal with it on the road. Supposedly, somebody was spying on them at the University of Cincinnati during their walkthrough and practices and then putting it on Twitter. If somebody Mm. did that and that's real... Poo poo on you! Please leave these teams alone. They've got I've a been hard to the university. Challenge. If they were working out at Cincinnati, I've been to that stadium, Chris. It's easy access to the stadium, so not hard to do. That'll do it for us. Doc and Scott are next. Burgundy and Gold today is coming up next right here on the Team Nine Eighty and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.